The best health care is there in ways big and small. There when we most and least expect it. We may not see it, but we feel it. It lets us know we're not in this alone. Everyone deserves a health care partner who never quits. One who's there for what matters. United Healthcare, there for what matters. Shaletta Brundage is known as the autism mom, not just because she's got three kids on the spectrum, but because she's an advocate who works to educate and inspire other moms of kids with special needs. How y'all doing out there? How y'all feeling? And the reason that I'm asking is because a lot of people have been sick. You think it's the cold, you think it's the RSV, you think some circulating, some's in the air, my sinuses are acting up. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I need you to understand and know it might be COVID. You need to take a test. There is a mini surge going on right now. Um, lots of people are coming down um, with COVID. And right here in our great state of Minnesota, thank the Lord, it hasn't been as bad as it has been in previous years, but people are still getting sick. People are still getting sick. And sadly, not as many, some people are still dying. So I'm I'm like, you know what? We got to figure out what's going on. I don't want to talk to nobody else. I want to go all the way to the top. I'm taking it to the person who can give us some answers and help us figure out and understand the risk that COVID-19 plays in our community right now. So I almost did everything, but I forgot to brush my teeth. I wiped my face, put my earrings on. I combed my hair because I am talking to the commissioner of the Department of Health, the Minnesota Department of Health, Dr. Brooke Cunningham. Dr. Cunningham, thank you so much for being on the show with me today. Well, thank you for having me. Happy to be here. Now, um, we're talking about COVID. What currently are some of the trends the health department is tracking? What is going on? Because I've got a lot of parents who are watching this show. They have kids with special needs and they have underlying health conditions. So we are really focused on making sure we keep our families safe from COVID-19. Yes, that, that is so important. Um, you know, we, we like to, to think, we want to think that, that, that COVID has has gone, but but right. as you were saying in your intro, uh, people are still getting sick. People are still being hospitalized, and unfortunately, um, folks, some folk are still dying, right, um, from COVID. And so, um, we are seeing, you know, we at the health department, we keep track on the numbers. The data has changed a little bit, right? We used to have, you know, tests in healthcare facilities. Luckily, we have all these rapid tests that you can take at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and we encourage you to to get those tests. You can still get tests from the state. Mm-hmm. Uh, the feds were giving out tests. So so tests are still available um, in your drugstore. But also if you go online and uh, uh, go to if just type in COVID tests, right. um, you can get those. And so test and test a couple of times. Right. Because sometimes that first test um, is not positive. But usually it's mm-hmm. as people's symptoms go on that it may turn. So you might have to test a few times. But if you're wondering, like, is this COVID? Could this be COVID? Go ahead and take that test. And it's really important to do it, particularly, let me just lift this up, um, when your symptoms start. Mm. Because you can get Paxlovid to help reduce, right, sort of the, 
the intensity of the symptoms, but you have to take Paxlovid in the first five days. Okay. okay. Right. So, so, um, so you go into your provider, they'll ask you when your symptoms started, if it's been too long, you won't generally be eligible for Paxlovid. So, uh, but Paxlovid is, is helpful to reduce the, the adverse impact of, of the virus. And you know that I'm so glad you said that because you know we'll wait. Well, I'm gonna see if it turns. It might not be COVID. I'm gonna wait a couple of days. Right. Uh, you know, it just might be my sinuses acting right. up. Uh, it, you know, the kids. It might be a cold. So what you're saying is just test. And if it's just, negative, it's negative. If right. it's positive, you can go get something that's gonna help. You know, keep exactly these symptoms right. down. That's right. That's exactly right. Okay. Now. In the past, the numbers have spiked around the holidays uh, right. because we spent so much time together. Give me a little context. How do the current case numbers compare with what we've seen in previous years? Right. You know, I think that's the one reassuring thing. You know, you know, I, I'm you know, you always are, are cautious, you know. Um, but when I talk to our epidemiologists, our teams, who our scientists who track this, the one reassuring thing that they have been telling me as I'm sitting here watching the numbers creep up, you know, I'm getting nervous, like watching the numbers creep up. They're like, but Brooke, right, but commission, you know, this, this is better than has been in previous years. Okay. We're not where we were in previous years. So that, so that is reassuring, but still for any individual, you still get sick. It don't really matter. It don't matter. I don't, right. Cause all it gotta be is one. Right. And you right. only got, right. Exactly. So, um, so, so, but it's important for us to understand for like our population health, um, our hospital capacity, right? I mean, we all remember you back to 2020, 2021, you know, um, not only did we have to do things differently in our personal lives, but hospitals were highly stressed, right? Mm -hmm. People in, you know, in the emergency rooms, you know, boarding in emergency rooms, sitting on stretchers, can't get a bed. Right. And, and that's not only important for you if you have respiratory symptoms, Right, but that's important if something else happens to you. You break a leg, right? You, you got all exactly. look. I, I bought my kids gripper socks uh, I, during twenty twenty and twenty twenty. Yes. I'm like, because don't you break nothing. You running that's and sliding right. around this house. This emergency rooms are stretched out thin. That's we right. Go in there, talk about we sprained our ankle right. or we fractured a foot. You go have to lay on that. You go have to right. lay on that. exactly. And when we think about our community, um, that's the other reason why. Um, getting the COVID vaccine is so important, right? One, protect yourself, protect the people who you live with in your household, your loved ones, your friends and family. But also that is another on a population level that mm -hmm. helps keep those hospital numbers low. And also on an individual level, it helps you prevent the worst outcomes of COVID, right? We see mm -hmm. uh, folks who had the vaccine tend to have less severe illness. And there does seem to be some signs in the research that also may have less likelihood to get long COVID. So mm -hmm. there are so many reasons. I know there's been hesitation. You know, I still practice, you know, as long as they'll have me. We're, we're having some discussions about that. But I still practice as a primary care doctor. And um, I have the conversations with patients you know, well, I, I got, you know, I got shots before. I, I've had three COVID shots. I, like, why do I need this new one? And you all know, you know, the virus, a virus is, you know, tr a, a, a tricky thing. It, it develops these mutations. They become these variants. Um, and so we like to, to make sure we have immunity against the more current circulating variants. And that's what the current vaccine will do for us. Plus, 
anytime you get a vaccine over the next few months, your antibodies go down. Mm. So it's good to get it again as you go into the winter months. You can still get it now, right? As you go into the winter months to boost those antibodies up. Um, particularly in what we call respiratory season. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, talk to me about the variants because I need to know just how dangerous that new JN1 variant yeah. is. Girl, it's like it's like we've learned everything we thought we knew, and then here comes JN1. Talk to us about that. Yeah, you know, it, it is you know the alphabet soup. You know the different names: Delta, uh, Omicron. You know, uh, EG5, B, BA2. 86 now JN1 right and so and what we have seen with these recent um, these recent variants even um, even back to the sort of one before BA286 is that there's something about them that seems to make them um, more transmissible but when they look at the outcome data they're not seeing uh, worse outcomes so again you more transmissible from person to person but does not seem to increase um, the risk of severe outcomes. So okay. that's right. the silver lining. But okay. still, you got to isolate. You know, you still got to do all the things yeah. if you get sick from COVID. Okay, now I, I got to talk to you about this before I let you go because um, you're not just a commissioner, you're a physician, you're a professor uh, uh, in the Department of Family Medicine and Community Health at the University of Minnesota. And, and you spent your whole career yes, um, working on health equity yes. and looking at racial health gaps and how racism adversely affects and impacts our health. Um, how is COVID-19 hitting communities of color right now? Because those numbers versus that overall general number okay. is two different numbers. You're right. You're right. And it's, it, and I think, you know, if we, if we remember back to, to 2020 and, you know, um, for those of us who, um, were, were able to still work and who mm-hmm. were able, had the privilege to work from home. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like we, you know, you have the TV on and, and now there's all this conversation about why do we see these inequities? Oh my goodness. We see, but folk who've been paying attention, right. Um, that is what we would expect to see, unfortunately. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it is about um, the ways we are positioned in society mm-hmm. um right who has who who's on the front line who are the essential workers who couldn't take that time off right who who um you know in terms of you know working in the grocery store right cashiers, cashiers yeah all, right? all that public you know uh facing work um and sometimes in uh in jobs that don't have all of the benefits so i'm so happy right, as part of this administration, we now have sick leave for mm. everybody, right? But everybody, you know, before January 1, you know, you, you didn't have sick leave. Mm-mm. And so um, it is the structural or the social location that creates risks for Black and Brown Minnesotans. Um, not everybody has um, the good insurance, Right. Mm-hmm. And to the extent that that is related, again, to having certain types of jobs and to the extent that our educational uh, system, the diver- disparities that we see in education translate over to disparities we see in employment. Right. Translate over to the quality of employment, all of these upstream factors. And so, you know, people who um, 
are, are conscious and, and and not just like it don't have to be academics and professor and everybody like we know the root cause of health inequities uh, that that make those numbers uh, for Black and Brown Minnesotans high for COVID, high for cardiovascular, all of high it. for diabetes, oh. high for all of it, right? And so, and and one thing that I will share with you while while I'm on here is because it has been my career to be in this space, mm-hmm. um, and particularly to look at how healthcare systems. Um, address or don't address, mm-hmm. right? Health inequities don't change what they're, how they deliver care. What type of providers come into the system? Um, who takes what type of insurance? Um, if people are treated well when they do come into the, into the clinic or into the hospital, mm-hmm. we have an equitable care task force now. And I went to the, the first meeting um, was Wednesday and it was fantastic. And the energy in the room was fantastic because I know that everybody in that room and, and probably most people under the sound of, of, of my voice who live in Minnesota are tired of us saying, Minnesota, we have some of the you know best health care in the country, but some of the worst disparities. We mm-hmm. got to get past that. And we have to be uh, bold and creative and, and really build systems of accountability. And I think I was so encouraged to be in that room with people who have been sharing um, the concern and the passion for us to do something differently. Um, and so, so yes, I mean, we know why we saw, um, despite everybody in 2020 being like, wow, no, we know why. We know what the root causes are that have uh, structured black and brown folks' lives um, that don't create the same opportunities uh, for people to be healthy. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm so glad that you are sitting in the seat that you are in so we can have this authentic conversation um, with not only your knowledge and expertise, but also your lived experience. Uh, Commissioner Brooke Cunningham, thank you so much for being on the show with me today to talk about this important topic. It is going to change lives and bless so many people. And I'm just so proud of you. I'm just tickle pink that you are here and doing the work that you are doing and you are making such a difference in so many lives. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. All right. You have a great day. All right. Thank y'all for being here. I tell you, I am going to watch this as soon as I'm done taping it because Dr. Brooke knows she put her foot in this show. Please remember, y'all, I didn't want to get vaccinated. I said I wasn't shooting that bologna juice in my arm. But the thought of me leaving my three special needs kids behind if I got COVID and died was enough to make me change my mind. So remember. It's okay to change. We'll see y'all next week. Always fun and informative, Shaletta's a big draw at autism conferences across the country. Find out how you can book her as a featured speaker for your next event at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Hi, I'm Shaletta Burnage. I'm a media personality, podcaster, and a business owner. But my most important role is mom. Three of my beautiful kids have been diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. When I didn't know who to trust or where to turn, I found ACRA. ACRA provides home care services to families all over Minnesota. The care is not one size fits all. They know each one of my kids is unique. They listen to what resources we needed and what's best for our family. I've seen my kids grow and thrive with ACRA's in-home care. While autism is the most common diagnosis among ACRA clients, 
ACRA offers personalized in-home care services for people with disabilities, chronic illnesses, behavioral diagnosis, and mental illness. They work with children, adolescents, and older folks too. Find out more about ACRA at their website, acrahomecare.org. ACRA helps me provide my kids with a better quality of life. They can do it for your family too. It's not just another day in your life. Things are changing for the better. At Comcast, we see those changes and we're thinking about how we use technology today to live, work, learn, and play. And we're building for the future now, so we're better prepared for the wants and needs of tomorrow. That's why Comcast is rolling out multi-gig internet speeds to more than 50 million homes and businesses before the end of 2025, making our already industry-leading network even faster, smarter, greener, and more reliable. Over the decades, Comcast has been your partner working hard to serve your community and will continue to be your partner. We're expanding our gigabits so you can enjoy the tiny bits that matter most. It's important to make sure your children have their COVID-19 vaccines. And here's why. The risk to them is higher. In fact, kids who are under two years of age and get COVID-19 are hospitalized at the same rate as people who are between the ages of 65 and 75 years old. The updated vaccines are approved by the FDA for children starting at the age of six months. Have questions? Talk to your child's pediatrician or trusted health care provider and ask for their professional advice. Take the steps to stay healthy in the new year. Resolve to make sure that you and your entire family are fully vaccinated in 2024. In today's competitive market, investing in your team is key. Delta Dental of Minnesota offers coverage for your small business from 2 to 100 employees. Unleash the power of smile for your team. Visit deltadentalmn.org forward slash small business. You know Shaletta makes you laugh. But did you know Shaletta Brundage can also make you think and boost your business? Media personality, activist, and comedian Shaletta Brundage founded Shaletta Makes Me Laugh to celebrate and share the best of black culture. It's a podcasting platform. You can download 10 weekly podcasts hosted by African-American subject experts at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com is also a production house creating broadcast quality commercial content. And Shaletta and her team of storytellers create powerful promotional campaigns to get businesses the brand awareness they're looking for. Some of Minnesota's top businesses trust Shaletta, and you can too. Get out the word about your events and products and get in front of communities of color with ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. She's got the power to help your business. You started your business with an idea and a plan for the future. A plan that got you off to a great start. But now you see new opportunities as well as new challenges. Work with a banker who understands your business goals and knows how to help you reach them. Work with Bremer Bank because understanding is everything. Put us to work for you today at bremer.com. Are you a woman known as a good listener? 
Do you have skills in de-escalating situations? Are you what they call a people person? Then the Minneapolis Police Department would like to meet you. Now in a rebuilding phase, the Minneapolis Police Department is recruiting more women to wear the badge. The department offers career options for women with a high school diploma or GED. There are also opportunities for women with two and four year degrees who are ready to apply their skills in new ways. Police work makes a great second career for social workers, teachers, nurses. Women in their 30s and 40s are welcome to apply. There's no age cap. You'll be paid while you train and mentored by veteran women officers invested in your success. Minneapolis also welcomes current police officers to join the state's largest department. Make a difference on the streets, working in your community, in a career with competitive salaries and generous benefits. Go to MinneapolisMN.gov and search police jobs to find out more.